Welcome to the Dramatically Different Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Ravelis Majapinto, and I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and a certified lifestyle eating and performance therapist. I specialize in emotional eating, and I am also the owner of Healing Heart Nutrition and the creator of the Gain Control of Your Eating program. Join me, and together, let us gain some perspective on how to finally end the guilt behind how we actually eat and to actually start living your truth today. I wanted to just give you a little background about myself and really help you understand how is it that I got into food and nutrition and how is it that I became a dietitian? I want to say it really all kind of started back when I was a little kid. After my grandmother had passed away, we decided to move in with my grandfather and live with him. And my grandfather actually had diabetes. And back in those days, they used to use syringes to put insulin in versus, you know, the injectable pens that they have now that are so easy to use. And I remember being a young girl and having to help my mom because she worked prepare food for dinner and my grandfather often you know was told that he shouldn't be eating certain things specifically sugar but that um you know he really had to watch himself and I remember there would be times where he would get low blood sugars and from the low blood sugars you know we would give him orange juice and we would give him you know all kinds of things to try to help him to get his blood sugars up but you know back then versus now we never knew like how he was doing. We never retested him. We never, you know, just figured out what the hell was really going on. So that was my first kind of experience with food in relation to how it impacted health. And, you know, maybe five, six, seven years after that, my father had a close attack with almost a heart attack. Although he didn't have one, thank God. He had a 95% blockage in one of his main arteries. Something that they called the widow maker. And he had to get open heart surgery. And I remember being in high school. And I always had a love of cooking and a love of eating. Julia Childs was one of my favorite people to watch on Saturday morning versus Saturday morning cartoons. And I often used to um, ask my mom to buy me ingredients based off of the recipe. And I would make a lot of things. So after my dad had this open heart surgery, I really wanted to help him. And because of my love of food and because of my love of cooking, I did started to do some research and started to do some recipe research on um, heart disease. And I started modifying the way we used things and the way that we cooked things. So that's really kind of how it all started. Um, but in that mix, I was brought up in a family where everything revolved around food, whether it was a holiday, whether it was death, whether it was a birthday, it was always centered around food. And whenever, you know, I had a bad day, you know, I remember, you know, I was a kid, I used to take the school bus over to my grandparents' house and we used to call my grandmother Nani. And she used to say to me, you know, if I had a bad day, do you want Nani to make you something to eat? And I did, right? It was, you know, she should make me whatever I wanted. And unintentionally, you know, of course, the people that I brought me up loved me. They never intentionally knew that they were doing this to me. But it taught me to know that food was an emotion that I used in all emotions that I had. So I had that piece. And then I had the piece of two important male figures in my life who I love deeply, who struggled with a chronic condition, but yet how the food, choosing the right food could really impact their health. And 
not even knowing, it wasn't until I was an adult, a young adult, where I realized that, you know what? I think I have something here. I think I have some kind of gift. You know, I didn't really know about the emotional eating part, but I did know about how food could change your health. Um, you know, I always was never a thin person. I was never really like a fat person, but I was like, you know, I shouldn't say a fat person, but you know, what someone would call themselves fat or overweight, even though at the time I thought I was overweight and fat, I really wasn't. Um, you know, I always was never a thin, thin person, but I, you know, I always had to watch what I, what I was doing, but I ate a lot. I always ate a lot. And, um, I used to work in the restaurant business too. And I'm, I know I'm kind of all over the place, but my whole point of you, of me telling you this is. I loved food and I loved to eat and I loved to cook and I loved to, to make people happy about my food. But yet I also knew from my grandfather living with him and from my dad learning how to cook differently to help him with his heart disease, that there was a strong correlation. And by me struggling with my weight and wanting, you know, becoming a young adult, wanting to, you know, look and perceive a certain weight, I got into exercise. I started exercising more. Um, I was around a lot of people that were fitness people. And one person in particular who was a personal trainer at the time, he was dating one of my friends, uh, got me into this thing called IntraFit. I don't even know if any of you know what that is, but it was a... Um, it was like a program, right? And, and it just simply kind of um, monitored your individualized macronutrients, your proteins, your carbohydrates, and your fats. And it was very interesting, and I, and I really liked it. And because I knew how to cook, I could take those recommendations. And I remember at the time, it was three meals, 350 calories, and two snacks. And it was very easy for me to make really delicious meals within that calorie range of those macronutrients. So again, unintentionally, not even knowing, I started to create something that turned into kind of what I am doing now, right? So my love of food, my love of wanting to, you know, be healthy and help the people I love and then only my, you know, myself too, wanting to look and feel better. And um, that's really how I kind of got into it. So this is just the first piece that I want to give you guys to let you know, uh, my next one, I'm going to talk about the emotional piece behind it. And I really think it's important to lay that foundation for you guys um, before I start having some guest speakers, because everything that I talk about is true to my heart, right? It, it, it starts from in my upbringing, it starts from my culture, it starts from my kind of subconscious ways of thinking and how that evolved into my eating habits um, as a young adult and as an adult and it really wasn't until I was a little bit older where I started to realize what I needed to do for my own health uh, but stay tuned for part two but I just wanted to give you a little bit of background on that and um, I hope that you found this interesting and I also want everyone to know that you know please consult your physician before changing your diet or exercise routine as everyone has different needs right we're all individual and any information that I give in these podcasts does not provide as a substitute for medical advice or to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness. Thanks everybody for listening to the Dramatically Different Dietitian with your host, Cheryl Ravelis Magipinto. 